0: This is Magic Drive Time, your daily dose of Orlando Magic basketball.
1: Magic have numbers if they go. Bancaro now through the lane. He jams it down. P5 through five Raptors.
0: Magic Drive Time is presented by International Diamond Center, your local diamond experts, since 1981.
1: High screen from Franz. Now Kel spins into the lane. Long two. Off the rim. Franz can fly it in. Put back is
0: Now here's your host, Jake Chapman.
1: And welcome into Magic Drive Time. Jake Chapman, Dante Marcatelli here with you. We're presented by International Diamond Center. A very happy Halloween. First and foremost to everybody out there. Hope everybody enjoys themselves tonight. Hope everybody stays safe. And what better way to gather around, count your candy, and then tune us in. We got the Magic and the Clippers tonight. 10.30 Tiff Time. I'll have it for you. On the radio side, the audio side right here on 96.9 The Game and across the Sunshine State on the uh, Orlando Magic Audio Network, Dante Marcatelli will bring the pregame show at 10 o'clock on Ballet Sports Florida. And then we'll have David Steele, Jeff Turner on the call. Magic fall last night at Crypto.com Arena to the Los Angeles Lakers. Heck of a basketball game, 106-103, the final score. They'll be right back there this evening to take on the Clippers, some version of them. We'll get into that, a major deal happening last night. Just about the time Dante got back to the hotel in Tampa and the time <laughs> I got back home, James Harden is on his way to Los Angeles, and most of the Clippers are on their way to Philadelphia right now. We'll get into that in a moment, but we got to break this one down from last night, D. Uh, look, that is that was a good basketball game. You fall 106-103. You had multiple chances at the horn um, to tie the basketball game. You were up, what, five points, I think, with four or five minutes remaining in that one. lot of lead changes. Uh, I I, I think the highest lead any team had was 11 points, and that was the Lakers in the first half. Magic played a good game. They shot the ball well, and they came up short to a team that, look, they were coming off the second half of a back-to-back, but LeBron James played, Anthony Davis played, and very well, 38 minutes for AD, 26 points, 19 boards, five assists, three block shots. He was the best player on the floor last night, D, and all that said, Franz Wagner had the 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 play set up for him to get a look to try to tie the game in the waning seconds. LeBron James read it like a book and blocked blocked the three-point attempt from Franz. And then even still, Jalen Suggs able to grab an offensive sure. rebound and get a good look up at the horn. It goes begging you lose that game 106-103, but um, we don't want to do moral victories. But I I, I thought you played pretty well. I had you a know, tough place to play against a really good basketball team, and you just came up a little bit short.
2: Well, that's it, and I and it's it's you know it's 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 disappointing, it's frustrating, it's heartbreaking, it's all those things because they played so well, and you wanted it for them, you wanted it so badly for them because of how hard they played. Jalen Suggs, I mean, he wears his he wears his heart on his sleeve. I he mean, does. he fought so hard. He dug out that loose ball. Told, I mean, Anthony Davis had corralled the rebound. I mean, he had the re- the offensive rebound in his arms, and he dove in head first like a football player. You know, diving in for a fumble and and just ripped it, wrestled it right away from him. So you get that extra possession, and I think you know Jeff Turner made a made a good point in the broadcast, and you probably did too. Going at Anthony Davis, you're not going to get a call at the end of the game, and you can't double pump it like that. You know, you got to go right up through him, Uh, and that might have resulted in free throws had he not brought the ball down and tried to change his shot. Um, But yeah, you you know, this is one of those two game scenario, two minute scenarios at the end of a game that they work on. They just couldn't make a shot down the stretch, Jake. I mean, they, yeah, they shot the ball well from beyond the arc, 14 of 35, uh, 40% from that. But inside the arc, they were 24 for 60. I mean, it was an absolute abysmal shooting performance. Anything at the rim, obviously, you know, Anthony Davis was altering. And I think that was, uh, and Christian Wood, really, he had three blocked shots as yep. well. So those guys with their rib presses. Um, and it was, it was a little disappointing because they kind of towards the end started settling, I thought. The last four or five minutes for threes when they were getting whatever they wanted at the rim. That's what gave them that five point lead that you're talking about. But I think at the end of the day, you have got a young team who, you know, who's trying to prove their medal. And I think they did. I think they went toe-to-toe with the with the team that has championship aspirations. That's the team that went to the Western Conference Finals last year, playing on the second night of a back-to-back. LeBron James, Anthony Davis both playing because they realized how critical that game was. They could not afford to let that game get away. I know it's just four games into the season for them, but they were not going to lose that game, You're right? And, and you know, and for, and all things considered, for the Magic to be there and have a chance to win it at the end and then tie it with that last shot um yeah, there's certainly a lot to be said about that. I don't want to be this guy too much, but I'll. But I am. I'm
1: going to do it. Uh, what do we got to do for Wendell to get half the whistle that Anthony Davis yeah. gets? I mean, that is that it, it, it's yeah. so frustrating. You see, Dell going, like, what am I supposed to do here? He's literally got his arms down like this. And look, AD is a superstar, and he's a veteran, and he knows the tricks of the trade. But Wendell's not some hasty. Like, he is trying to play the game, and he just gets such a raw whistle in instances like that. I'm not saying he does all the time, but uh, there were a handful of times last night where I'm going, just call it the same way both ways. Like Wendell is, and then it ends up taking him out of the game. I mean, we were in foul trouble um somewhat substantially and you don't say that very often in, in NBA games um I thought I thought that way did and and it is it's something that you know one of those lessons that as a young teen out on the road playing the Lakers ad and LeBron are going to get those calls uh no matter what but it, but that's frustrating when you're just trying to play as as physical and
2: aggressive as they are and and you're not allowed to well the most egregious play of the game I thought was the rebound that Franz Foxer Vacher- and then Anthony Davis clotheslined him from behind. Jeff yeah. bear hooked him, wrapped him up, put his arms around his neck and they call it jump ball. He put him in a call, D. Asleep a, 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 a that, I mean that was a, that was an absolute joke. And I'm with you. And I'm not one to I'm not one to, you know, we, we don't ever really go at it too hard on this show as far as the officiating. Because listen, you gotta you have to expect that. That's good. They got LeBron James who yeah. might be the greatest of all time, certainly the greatest right now. And then they've got Anthony Davis who's a seventy five greatest and looked like it last night. I Listen, I'll be the first one to pile on Anthony Davis because he doesn't want to play. He's heard He's played more than seventy games twice in his entire twelve-year career, right? So, in two two seasons. But he was motivated last night, and it wasn't just stuff around the rim and catching lobs, putbacks, and things like that. It was pull up jumpers, turnaround jumpers, and yeah. anything from ten to fifteen feet. It was knocking it down, and that was impressive. We just needed, you know, I, with Anthony Davis, everything is up here, so if the officials can see it. You know, they can see what yeah. he's doing. They can go. And I think he's got those long arms, so if anything is altered or changed, they're gonna call it. They see it. Wendell has so much power. I think he starts down low and you can just they, they just hammer at it while he's got it down and he's and he's holding it kind of around his waist and his chest to that's, that's where he takes that's where he takes all those shots. And then when he goes up, he either fades away or double pumps. He's just gotta power through he's strong enough. So I think it's a good point. I think it's something that he'll figure out. Uh, I think it's, you know, that's maybe the next one of the next iterations of his game. But listen, in general, to start the season, we got to find a way to get Wendell going. We got to find a way to get Paolo going. Um, you know, getting wide open looks, you know, that's what you want. At the end of a game, chance to take the lead with Paolo Baker shooting a wide open three from the corner. I mean, you can't draw up a better play than that. Uh, just didn't knock it down. Just didn't knock it down. And, and guys had opportunities to, to make shots down the stretch. You know, Kell, that, that little 12, 13-foot pull-up, doesn't get that to go when he had just made, you know, two or three in a row. Yeah, um, And then Jalen Suggs gets a, gets a good look at the end. So winning is hard. Winning on the road is hard. Beating the Lakers anywhere is hard. But it's tough because that was, that was your game. You played hard enough to, to win that game. And didn't it feel like every single time you got it to 5, 7, it just felt like you needed one more basket. Yes. It just felt like you needed, you just couldn't get that one more basket to get it as close to double digits as possible. And then you just, you know, D'Angelo Russell, to me, I know as good as Anthony Davis was, I know as good as LeBron James was, but D'Angelo Russell has been a thorn in Orlando's side. He's one of those guys. I still remember that 30 footer he hit, you know, last year to beat the Orlando Magic uh, when he came when they came in our building, but he, he just got wherever he was. There was such, such little resistance d'angelo russell a guy that was feeling it shooting 37 from the floor on the year and he goes 10 for 14 last night that, yeah i mean you get to me that was the story of the game that guy making big shot after big shot he had what 12 of the final 17 points and that's what did the magic and you can survive the lebron stuff you did a phenomenal job on austin reeves you can even survive what you got from Anthony davis you just couldn't have 28 from d'angelo russell
1: no, and uh, it, it was 28 and 8 assists. I mean, he was in control. He was, what, 10 of 14? I mean, he was efficient, and he was in control of the game offensively. Um, it was. It's frustrating. You had 28 assists. That's a career, uh, uh, a season high. It, it, anytime you shoot 40% from three, this Magic team, the way they've been defending, and the defense was,
2: was fairly good um, at times. Jake, yeah, wasn't, it, wasn't it? You're right. But wasn't it? We, it just was weird. You get up. How many air balls did we see last night? That was an NBA game. And there was dunks, there were, there were threes that hit the side of the backboard. I Lots mean, of them. Hor- for both teams. For both teams, they were horrible, horrible shots. Bad, bad misses. Cole Anthony missed a layup all by himself. Oh yeah, all by himself, he missed a layup. And then, you know, I thought he was, you know, I think he braced for contact on the second one where he thought he was going to get get taken out. And I, I don't know that D'Angelo Russell touched him. And you know, they reviewed it for a flagrant. That's two layups that you yep. missed. That's that's the guy that's that's playing better than anybody on your team. Missed two laps that were huge, you know, and then the free throws. I, I don't know how we figure out this free throw thing. Um, but we, you know, you leave another five, six points on the line last night. So I, I just, it was weird. I thought it was weird with all those, you know, and then they'd come down and Christian Wood just out of nowhere pulls up from three and throws it into the stands. It just was weird. <laughs> all the, all the, the way the shots were missed last night.
1: I expect that from Christian Wood from time to, <laughs> from time to time. I will That's say great. Gary, everybody had mm. some missed uh, misses last night except for Gary Harris. I mean, he six of yes. six, five yes. of five from three point range. The bench scoring was a huge swing in our favor. Um, last thing, I I, I want to get to my call uh, call of the game. It is brought to you by Glip from Ring Central. Rethink the way you work with secure meetings and messaging on any device with Glip by Ring Central. Visit Glip.com. To learn more, my call of the game is just going to be LeBron James reading that side out of bounds play that was set up for Franz Wagner. It was one of those lobs over the top, and Franz is moving away from the inbounder, and LeBron is trailing him. And I think that the idea is because Franz knows it's coming, and LeBron's kind of playing defense like a defensive back. Franz's supposed to catch it and take that one hard dribble back towards the inbounder and get LeBron. Um, so yep. out of sorts, a, a, and get a free lookup, and LeBron just read it like a book, and and he blocked Wagner. I mean, year twenty one. That's I don't know if if oh. they anticipated a switch, uh, or or if they were just trying to scream LeBron out of that play. But he read it, and what a defensive play! I mean, that all of a sudden now you're in scramble mode, and credit Jalen for even getting a look off right. uh, at right. the end there. But that's the defensive play of the game. I mean, LeBron on your. Inbound play, you know, the the best thing you could draw up at that point, LeBron, it was, it was nothing to have. The New Orlando Magic City Edition jerseys are available now. This new jersey maintains the gothic-style script and armor-like background, also celebrates the team's 35th anniversary season by featuring the iconic retro star in place of the A and the Orlando wordmark across the chest. I love the retro star. Stop by the Orlando Magic Team Shop at Amway Center Monday through Friday from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m., to get your City Edition jersey. More Magic Drive time when we come back right here at six nine to get.
0: Hey Orlando, see the Magic take on the Los Angeles Lakers on Saturday, November 4th at Amway Center. Cheer for Paolo Bancaro, Franz Wagner, and your Orlando Magic as they go up against LeBron James and the rest of the Lakers during their only visit to Orlando this season. We need you loud and proud, Magic fans. Let's show the purple and gold how we roll. Don't miss out on this big night in the O. Get your tickets today at orlandomagic.com and be ready to witness magic together. It's more fun to see the Orlando
1: Magic hit the court live, And when you need tickets, Ticketmaster has got you covered with a wide selection of seats available for every game at a variety of prices. As the official marketplace of the Orlando Magic and the NBA, Ticketmaster gives you more ways to find your perfect seat, whether you're making plans in advance or heading to the game last minute. With their virtual view from seat feature, you'll get a preview of your section to make sure you have the best view to catch more of those dimes and dumps. And if your plans change, Ticketmaster gives you more flexibility to sell or transfer your tickets. Plus, mobile tickets make getting in on game day a breeze. Find tickets today at Ticketmaster.com slash
0: Sunnyside Plumbing. Yes,
1: I've got a leaking... To
0: leave us a testimonial saying how happy you are with our service, press 1. But
1: you haven't even... For
0: all other inquiries, please hang up. Wait, what? Hang up and call Frank Gay. We're busy watching the game. You know what? I think I will. When you have a leak, you need solutions on your schedule. A helpful expert who can find the problem and fix it fast.
1: That's the Frank Gay
0: way. FrankGayServices.com How do you measure the human spirit? In points? Distance? Maybe decibels? Or maybe there's no way to measure the human spirit. Because as you remind us every day, it simply has no limit. Advent Health, official champion of the human spirit.
1: At ViStar Credit Union, you inspire us to go the extra mile to meet your financial needs. That's why we offer Magic fans more banking options like better rates and no hidden fees. Our team is also dedicated to making the communities we serve stronger, volunteering our time and talents while donating millions to local nonprofits. ViStar Credit Union, official credit union of the Orlando Magic. Visit ViStarCU.org and go Magic!
0: Today, we have two very special guests on our program, introducing Lem hey. and Lime Hello. for Starry Lemon Lime Soda. Thanks for having us. What is Starry Lemon Lime Soda? It's a crisp, clear burst of lemon lime flavor, and it's caffeine-free. Between us, one of you must be a little more important to Starry than the other. Who is it? We're both important. So we could just as easily be Starry Lime Lemon Soda. No, that doesn't sound right. Ooh, I like it. So you saying hip-hop could be hop hip? Works for me. Starry Lemon Lime Soda. Starry hits different. This is Gary Harris of the Orlando Magic, and you're listening to Magic Drive Time with Dante and Jake, only on 96.9 The Game.
1: Welcome back. It's Magic Drive Time. We're presented by International Diamond Center. Jake Chapman, Dante Marcatelli here with you. Magic still in Los Angeles. Lakers got the best of them last night. Tonight, it'll be the Clippers. What's left of them? 10.30 for the tip. pregame 10 o'clock on the radio and television side. And D, we got home last night to a woe's bomb. <laughs> Uh, the Philadelphia 76ers have completed the deal. It, they basically had one partner, and they had to work it out with um, James Harden, team number five. It's definitely going to work this time. Clippers get James Harden, P.J. Tucker, and the ultimate throw in Philip Petrosev, And the Sixers land a whole bunch of picks, some pick swaps, a future first, I believe, or it, it might be a swap from Oklahoma City. And then the players, uh, and this is what really impacts what we'll see tonight, Headed to Philadelphia, Robert Covington, Nicholas Batum, Marcus Morris, and Kenyon Martin Jr., who I think was probably mainly what Philadelphia wanted because he's on a rookie contract. Um, so as we look forward to tonight, let's get to our injury report, by the way. It's not submitted yet for the Magic, but I assume we will not see any of the G League players uh, travel and in Queen and, um, and Kevon Harris has been dealing with the knee issue anyways. Brandon Boston is listed as out for the Clippers. Um, Evita Zubotz listed as questionable with a thigh contusion, Norman Powell, left foot soreness, got kind of a feeling we're going to see those guys almost no matter what. Terrence Mann is out uh with a left ankle sprain. So, and obviously we will not see James Harden or PJ Tucker or uh Filip Petrasev. Dante, it's going to be kind of interesting. Let's just real quick your instant reaction. This is basically the last opportunity I think
2: for James Harden. Yes. Is is this a, a Is there any chance that this works? No, no, zero chance. In fact, first of all, two things that come to mind. I love it. I love all the tweets last night. I mean, the entire world was captivated, waiting for Woj to wake up. He sent that tweet out like we all do, right? You send a late night tweet, then you fall asleep. (laughs) We're waiting for the details. You can't just drop that on us that James Harden got traded uh, and and then fall asleep. And then I love the tweet that I saw somebody put that it was like a fake Woj account. That says, James Harden has just requested a trade from the Clippers. (laughs) Because that's coming, Jake. Because we know that's coming. How how silly can we be to think that this is going to work out? I'm trying to think of who the wide receiver was for the Browns that the Patriots traded for. And I was all excited, right? He had so many issues. Josh Josh Hansen. Josh Gordon. Patriots are getting Josh Gordon. And I remember being so excited. This is it. And I remember Jake telling me, well, I feel so bad for you. <laughs> it's just not going to work out. And that's how I feel for Clippers fans right now. I just feel so bad for you. because it's a great, it looks like a great start to the season. It looks like a good chemistry. They got a little mojo going with Kawhi Leonard, Paul George. and Listen, I don't doubt James Harden's going to be on his best behavior. And listen, if he's totally bought in like he was for the first half of the season last year at Philly, uh, then that's great. And, and then, you know, he didn't become an all-star and he just torpedoed the whole thing. But I, if, if that doesn't happen in L.A., then it has a chance to work. I, I think it has a chance for them to be competitive. But it has a chance to work because of Kawhi or and Paul George. Yes. All you know, right. And I think that James Harden would, would be a part of that. So I, I, there's no way. He's forced his way out of Houston, Brooklyn, now Philadelphia. In my opinion, there's no way that works. I think they took on a guy that they shouldn't have messed with, um, and I think it's going to cost him. I think ultimately, ultimately it's going to cost him, and I think it's – above Ty Lue I don't know how excited I am about it uh maybe you know you got Russell Westbrook was playing great maybe him and you know maybe that's a guy that can kind of keep James Harden Team number three third time those two have played together this time right, for right. sure this is this is going to be the one uh um, but there's no way but somebody's tweeted out a picture and said who beats these three and it was James Harden and it was Kawhi Leonard and Paul George and I remember seeing who beats these three when it was James Harden Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant who beats these three when it's Chris Paul and whoever, you know, when it's Joel Embiid and Tobias Harris. It ain't happening. You're not going to fool me this time. I I think you brought up the one underplayed
1: aspect of all this is if it works, if any head coach in the NBA can pull this off, it's Ty Lue. He is, yeah, in like my it. opinion, the best manager of superstar oversized egos. This is the guy who yeah. got a championship out of Kyrie Irving and LeBron James. So sure. I if anybody can make that work, I think Tyloo can do it. But you're right. I mean, I'm getting, um, I'm getting Malone, Peyton, Lakers vibes, right? Like, it's, <laughs> it, 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 there's just a lot. And if it does work, it's mainly going to be because Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, and that just has to do with how available they are. I mean, they're both, way <laughs> engaged, still that good, but you know, we we just don't know what to expect. And you can't see the interesting thing is now you can't buy every three games. Kawhi sitting out, Paul George is sitting out. You've got to get these guys on the floor together because it's going to be May before you know it. Yeah, they're going to be a postseason team, but I think we all expect a flame out. Regardless, of what we see tonight, your magic matchups, uh, we know the starting five for Orlando, it'll be the same five we saw last night. I have no idea what we're going to see from the Los Angeles Clippers tonight. It could be dangerous. It could not. We know they're going to have Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, so um, that's pretty much the, the basis of it. Russell Westbrook has that's a there's three of your five. I think Zubats. You know, if you're Zubats and Norm Powell, and and, and you got a banged up thigh or whatever, I mean, you probably sort of toughen it up and
2: get out there tonight while the while the reinforcements are on the way. Uh, right. right But they still got. I mean, Bones Highland can score. He doesn't yeah. guard worth a lick, but he can score, and he he's a guy that they are relying on. Terrence Mann isn't going to play, but the, uh, the fact that they could pull this trade off and not lose Mann Highland or. Um, you know they they they've got uh, they've got other offense that they didn't that they didn't want to lose as well. The fact that they can keep this court together, uh, Ahab and Norman Powell—that's another one that was rumored to go to Philadelphia. So the yes. fact that they can pull this off and keep all of those role players that they wanted to keep—you know, they, there's no way they're going to move Zubots anyway. uh, the fact that they could just kind of move the ancillary pieces and still get them is absolutely astounding. But like you said, you know, James Harden was calling all the shots. You know, Darryl Moore didn't have a whole lot to work. Um, and, that, and nobody feels bad for Darryl Morey uh, but they do have offense. I think they have guys that can play, and I, you know, Bumley has found a a bit of a home there. But you know, it starts with you know Paul George had thirty six the other night. He's averaging twenty seven a game. Um, and Kawhi Leonard is he, inching closer to the Kawhi Leonard of Toronto, right? He's playing out there. He looks comfortable. Uh, I think he had a game the other day where he missed four shots. You know, he's just having one of those. Kind of, could be one of those kind of seasons, but. When it's all said and done, I mean, when Paul George got to LA, he played 48 games, 54 games, 31 games, 56 games, right? So what, what, what reason is there to think that, that this guy's going to be available for this team, right? And then Kawhi Leonard, same thing, signs the big deal in LA and played 57 games, 52 games, 52 games, and three games. And that's also with missing an entire season. So you just haven't had him. So I, I don't, even even if they decide they want to play, they've been injured or decided to sit out. So I think yep. there's, uh, but but can you take advantage of it tonight without those guys? Hopefully they're you know they maybe a little shell shocked, put the pieces together. This is a time that you can maybe steal a game like. This.
1: No, this was a conference finals team not very long ago, right? And 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 with those guys, you're capable of being in any game, and you're capable of making a deep run, contingent on their availability. And that's what it comes down to. I think a
2: quick call of the game for me. Quick call of the game. Paulo being Carol. He didn't play well against the Lakers last year. The second lowest scoring uh, opponent in his his rookie season was against the Lakers. He just struggled mightily. Uh, We got to get him going. going. We got to get him going. And I think he's going to be upset. I think he's going to be mad. I think he's going to. I think he's going to have a huge bounce back game here. And you know what we talk about? We talk about the need to move the ball and facilitate
1: the offense. Sometimes that doesn't apply to guys like Paolo. Like just go out, just just go out and gun tonight. I don't I don't care yeah, if he starts out three of ten. Like that's fine. I w- we got to get him in a rhythm, and sometimes just being agree. being agree. being that aggressive is the only way to do so. Uh, all right, good stuff. We will talk to you tomorrow. Hopefully, talking about a magic dub. We'll talk to you tomorrow.